Thing in progress. This is InfoSec Decoded number 52, News Literacy. And Caitlin has determined the origin of ransomware gangs. Apparently, <laughs> um, CBS News has an article written by uh, Dan Patterson talking about how ransomware gangs uh, are working with uh, the Russian government. Um, so it's been known for a while now that the Russian yeah, government it, looks the other way. So long. <laughs> well, no, no. So, so previously it was sort of understood that the Russian government looked the other way. Like it was just assumed that, oh, well, these people are doing their own thing, but it's in our best interests. So, you know, we'll just look the other way. Okay, fine. Um, but it turns out um, a research firm called Analyst One uh, has apparently determined that the government is directly working with these ransomware groups to develop ransomware and attack specific targets. So it's not just they're looking the other way, but they're actively engaged in this activity. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that changes the game a bit. Um, it's not just Russia is just full of crime and as long as they're not attacking Russia, whatever, we'll, we'll ignore it. Um, this is looking like it's, it's full-on cyber warfare, essentially. Oh, sure. That's what I always assumed anyway. But, mm -hmm. All right. Well, anyway, maybe they got some evidence for it. Anyway. All right. And Urban's got Debian 11. Debian 11's here. Yay. With a bunch of new stuff. Uh, besides running on uh, Linux 5.10 LTS kernel. So that'll be around for another five years. That has a ton of software updates and then Oh, it has printerless driving, print, print, driverless printing. I can read. I'm still awake. Um, to USB devices, and it has this Yes script that I hadn't heard of before, but uh, apparently it's interesting. Yeah, I like the Yes script. The Yes script is much more difficult to crack than the previous uh, password hashing algorithms. Among other things, it consumes uh, gigabytes of RAM when you try to crack it. So. Uh, hmm. It, it's it's memory hard in addition to other things so they say they have tested it against a bunch of strong machines and it's very hard to crack the password hashes so that's the plan uh how does driverless printing work i thought you always uh, needed a driver apparently you don't anymore with the ipp usb package oh well that's interesting actually all right that if uh, only microsoft did that they could have avoided print nightmare well, yeah, of course, now what Microsoft did was include like thousands of drivers by default in Windows. So it's not so obvious that you're using them, but you are still using them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Anyway, two updates. Yep. And I've got one from Germany where they the farmers have figured out how to make money, even though they can't make enough money from the, the produce, they put solar panels in the fields, too. And then they grow like shade loving things like blueberries under the solar panels that have absorbed some of the sun. And they say, this works out. Uh, solar power looks really big in Germany. And uh, I think this is a great idea because one of the problems with solar panels is you need a lot of room and uh, covering your farm with them, which you know, I could move, especially with all the global warming, as you probably want your farm plants to be less exposed directly to the baking sun. So I'm, I think that's a great idea. They say solar power is the... Uh, best way to make uh, pollution free power it makes the least pollution the solar panels are made out of stuff that can be recycled they you know sounds like the wave of the future 
Anyway, and Liz has got uh, the Afghanistan all-girls robotics team, which sounds like they're in big trouble now. Yeah, uh, they, they, the Afghanistan all-girl robotics team is trying to escape uh, Afghanistan for what ought, ought to be obvious reasons um, since the uh, um, fall back to Taliban rule. Um, basically, if you're between 15 and 45, you're going to end up, uh, uh, they're, they're coming for you. They want you to be a bride for the Taliban fighters. And, uh, you know, strangely enough, these uh, young women actually want to get out and have a life in science and maybe not become child brides. So they're desperately trying to get out. Um, and um, Canada is, you know, there are all these pleas upon uh, Trudeau to let them in, which, let me just break this down real quick. Uh, the smart thing to do in situations like this with Hong Kong, and, and I'm no foreign policy expert, but it seems like the logical thing to me would be to completely brain drain these countries of every smart person you can get your hands on and say, yes, come here, come to my country right away. We've got a spot waiting for you. Um, but miraculously, that's not happening yet. So um, hopefully um, these young women and more get uh, into, into countries where they can actually grow up and have a childhood and, um, you know, get an education and, and start a, a life that they want. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty clear it's not going to happen, but it certainly would be better. I'm, I'm watching, uh, I'm seeing a general pattern in this, which is the people I know that care about domestic policies like Democrats for things like civil rights, but the people I know who care about military and foreign policies just say it doesn't make any difference whether Republicans or Democrats. And boy, that's incredibly true. I mean, Biden is absolutely as irresponsible and stupid as Trump, just doing stupid things with no planning without coordinating with our allies. I mean, it's just appalling. Why wouldn't you get people out first? That's what I don't understand. Why wouldn't you get everybody out before? I mean, I, of course, I'm not privy to all the details, so I don't know. But why wouldn't you get your journalists, your correspondents, you know, your well, because, ambassadors, your interpreters, everybody that needs out, get them out first before because, you. Because they in. decided to dither around with Trump's Muslim ban and paper red tape stuff. And they even had a place to take them. I think it was Guam said they were all ready to take them. They took them last time. Last time you had a big back. That's where you typically take them when you have like to spend two years fighting about immigration. You stick them there for a while. They have places to put them. The, the governor said, we're ready to take them. But for some reason, they haven't called me yet. I expected them to call me like months ago because they typically do that. They stick them in Guam for a couple of years while they argue with nonsense about their visas and stuff. But at least they're out of danger. Right, and he right. just made no plan at all, and he's just lying about it. That's why it's uh, he's saying, "Oh, we planned for every contingency," which they obviously did not. Oh, no, I'm I'm like, did you plan for any contingencies? I know it, it's, it's just the same as Trump. He just picked a deadline and said, "Okay, do it," and uh, didn't bother to actually like pay attention to the details or something. It's anyway, it's it's a shame. I think this kind of thing will result in more Trump, which I don't like for domestic reasons, but. I, I must say, on, on you know, I like the Democrats better than Trump, but they're really, really disappointing me, which happens all the time. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't get out 
you know, of an unwinnable war, that's a larger conversation, but, you know, yeah. maybe uh, order of operations is important to consider here. Yeah. Anyway, it is really a shame. Oh, I'm rooting for those girls to get out. I hope they get on a plane and get out of there. That would be nice, but I, I doubt it. Bring them all to my house if I could. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And uh, so Caitlin's got Apple with a phone, a keyboard for the blind. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, The Verge has an article written by uh, Son Hollister, uh, who we've had on the, I mentioned on the podcast before, he's at Starfire2258 <laughs> on Twitter. Anyway, um, so so Son writes this article about how um, uh, Flick Type, which is a app which gives the blind a keyboard. It's a popular iPhone keyboard for people with vision issues. Um, it's being taken down because Apple will just refuse to, to publish it in their app store anymore. Um, and the reason is not entirely clear. Um, apparently, it's looking like uh, because this is such a popular uh, keyboard uh, for people with uh, for accessibility, um, Apple apparently really wants it. And this is what they did with another very popular accessibility tool, uh, Siri, where somebody else developed it and they kind of strong darned them into selling it to Apple. Um, well, Apple wants this flick type keyboard and, and they are basically putting up robot roadblocks to keep flick type from you know, selling or putting up the technology on the app store. Um, and as a result, they, they really can't get it up there anymore. And they're just, they're taking down the main portion and just putting it up as, um, as sort of a, a stripped down version, but it's essentially gone. Um, so now I, I, I don't know what the most popular keyboard is for people with um, uh, vision, um, uh, with vision issues trying to use um, a touchscreen, but, um, but flick type, yeah, is out. Um, and apparently, like the the reasons given by Apple, um, either well, one don't ex aren't aren't valid because basically Apple said, hey, you can't put up a keyboard that requires that that won't work if unless you give it full access, and it does work if you don't give it full access. Um, and two, uh, the issue has already been discussed before with Apple, and Apple said, okay, you can put it up. So this has already been resolved in the past. So either way you look at it, it's ridiculous. And um, I mean, this is what happens when you have a, uh, a centralized repository for software that's owned by a single company that doesn't really take into every single type of application into account or that um, attempts to strong arm um, its users into selling or giving them the technology that, that they would like to have themselves. Yeah, I mean, I've heard many people complain about this. Apple is very abusive in the App Store. Not only do they take 30% of the profit, which is crazy, but they also, um, they're very famous for approving an app just long enough to clone it and then kicking you out and putting up their competing product. Yep. And uh, if the Apple has any version, you're not allowed to put anything in the store that would compete with them. You know, that's why I think um, this is probably one of the main targets for antitrust is removing the App Store because it, it it is obviously a conflict of interest for them to own the app store and the phones. Those ought to be two different companies. We'll see if any of that happens. But uh, certainly that's what um, Elizabeth Warren 
and uh, the the other another congresswoman that wants to uh, break up the tech giants. We'll see if they get to do it. Hey, Erd's got something about the Windows security model. This is a a cool read about how it, how it works in the back end with the APIs, the the uh, various uh, things like the security identifier, access control list. It kind of shows you uh, when you run a program, how does the token for that user go from from the exe or from the executable to the file it's reading and the privileges and all that. It's an interesting little read. Yep, yep. It's a good thing to see the uh, the access tokens and the access lists in some detail. And it would be fun to uh, add to it like Mimi Cat stealing these things. Yes, yeah, that's definitely what's missing here. Uh, but it's a good explanation. It's yeah, yeah. The process. Yeah, good. All right. And it's funny, I, I thought this was pretty exciting. Illinois has a class in high school to teach news literacy. And what they did is they took like a typical fake article from the right about like the virus and showed it to high school students and like only a small percentage of them could tell it was fake and so then they teach them how to find out it's fake like they would just look to see who posted it and see if they have a million followers and say oh it must be legit and they're like no 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 that's not how you do it <laughs> and and this i think is awesome this is what we need i've seen the same thing for seniors who fall for this all the time and there's training classes where they show them stuff and then they teach them how you go find reputable sources and check things Apparently, a lot of people don't know this, and we really should be teaching the on the old and everybody about this because it's a huge problem. I remember there's this viral video going around now of this woman at a board meeting just saying there is no virus. The kids are being used as as like uh, guinea pigs. It's all to do with this mind control. Ray, you're sending out 800,000 students, kid, children have been kidnapped and turned into adrenochrome and just this dump of like all this stuff. And she's at a board meeting being taken seriously. There's a bunch of people that live in this horrible alternate reality where they believe all this crap. And uh, we really need uh, people to be more careful consumers of news. Anyway, I think that might be fun to like somehow involve in our courses. You can even have a CTF where you have to like figure out which of these articles is right. And that would be a good thing anyway. All right. And so Liz has got the captures patented. So we all have to quit using captures. Well, not, not entirely, but uh, this is an interesting article um, from uh, the EFF's blog about a uh, company called Defenders of the American Dream or Dad LLC, who is- Oh, they must be good yeah. if they're named With Defenders the name of the American Dream. <laughs> With a name like that, that must be wholesome. Um, well, not so much. Uh, they are essentially extorting um, small businesses at, by uh, sending out demand letters um, to uh, websites that use Google's reCAPTCHA system um, and uh, accusing them of patent infringement because they say uh, that they uh, patented this completely, completely specious uh, claims. Um, and they say, well, we'll take $8,500 if you pay right away. Uh, but um, if you if you question them that the, they're question the legitimacy of their patent, um, then they say, uh, that uh, it'll rate rise to $17,000 that they're going to extort from you. And um, if you try to sue them or um, 
you know, mount some other legal challenge against their ridiculous claims, then it goes up to $70,000. Um, and uh, they did not invent this system. It, it uh, predates their, um, their patent by like eight years at least. Um, the, the actual invention of it. So, um, I, and I've, I've heard of this sort of uh, patent trolling happening before. Um, it's really just extortion, um, an extortion racket. And it's unfortunate because they um, often target um, small independent, um, independently maintained websites or, or websites of small businesses and um you know a lot of time just like ransomware they'll just pay up so can't these people be punished this seems like it's fraud or something that's what i would think i i would think that um you know at some point this would be shut down but yeah not so nothing yet if nothing else i think the ftc would do something to them I would think so too, especially now that they're actually starting to enforce stuff, but uh, no, um, no signs of that yet. Yeah. All right. And so uh, Caitlin's got Blue Origin. This is Bezos, right? A finger. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. My, um, my screen took a second to refresh and I was okay. not able to click. Anyway. Yes, so Blue Origin. Um, yeah, let's talk about Blue Origin for a little bit. Um, if I can get to the article. Uh, here we go. Yeah, so Ars Technica has an article written by uh, Eric Berger, or Berger, um, talking about how Blue Origin is suing NASA. Now, this was all over Twitter yesterday, and everyone is sort of mad at, at Blue Origin, and, and for good reason. I mean, Blue Origin is basically burning all their bridges with NASA right now. <laughs> um, so apparently what happened is that for the Artemis program, NASA decided to go with contracts with SpaceX. Now, what's Artemis going to do? Put people uh, on the moon or what? Pretty much. People, robots, that kind of stuff. Okay. And that's the one that's supposed to happen by like 2024. But yep. some essential thing is not going to be, the spacesuits are not going to be ready until 2025. So that would appear to be a problem. Well, there's plenty of stuff to do in Artemis before we send people. Um, many robots, in fact, will be going to the moon. Okay. Um, robots that I care very deeply about. <laughs> um, but uh, like, like Viper, um, which is a great, great robot everyone should be rooting for. But anyway, um, so Blue Origin um, is, is Bezos's space company. And they're suing NASA because you know, they got rejected over SpaceX's contract. And this happens all the time, right? You have various different companies, space companies, vying for a contract with NASA or the government. And then one gets chosen over the, over the other for whatever reason. And I mean, and just like any shopping, you know, if the customer decides to go with another person, you just go back and you try to make a better product or compete or work for a different contract. Uh, but not Amazon for some reason. They think it's fine and dandy to sue NASA for not getting picked. And I mean, as a result, I mean, NASA will never pick them again because who would want to work with people that wouldn't sue them if, you, if they don't get picked? And I'm well, like wondering. Well, they may not have that right, though. I know the college is not allowed to make decisions like that. They must put things out for bid. Then there are rules of which bid they must accept. He might yeah. be right that he can force them into going with him, whether they like it or not. Um, well, I mean, there are rules um, as far as as far as I can tell. Um, so, yeah. So that was that was the question. Like, why does. Uh, Blue Origin feel like they can sue NASA. 
Like, I was like, okay, what's, what's, what's the behind the scenes uh, reasoning behind this? And the behind the scenes reasoning is just as shocking as, 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 as I would um, um, imagine. And the idea is that NASA said that uh, cost isn't, isn't the biggest issue. Um, you know, it's, it's what can do the, the best work, right? Like if you can make a better rocket, it costs more, um, but it can do the job better, then, then we'll, we'll go with you. Um, apparently, though, they, uh, SpaceX not only made a cheaper rocket, but they made a better rocket. So they just went with SpaceX. Yep. And, um, and now Amazon, Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos, I should say, is suing uh, because uh, Bezos is saying, well, you went with the cheaper option, which means that, that you must have wanted the cost to be cheaper. And NASA's like, no, that's, that's, not, that's not what happened. Um, so it, it's, it's, yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Blue Origin has just burned all their bridges at this point. So, Yeah, well, it reminds me of the, uh, the, the Jedi contract with uh, everybody suing Microsoft and Amazon. Amazon again showing that they should have gone with AWS instead of uh, Azure. Yeah, and I felt very similar uh, with, with, that, um, with that lawsuit as well. I, I think they're just taking that lawsuit and just rolling with it. And I think this is a, a strategy that, that we're seeing now from very entitled companies where if they don't get the contract because they're so big and so important, mm-hmm. that they'll just sue to get it. And I mean, and that's not, that's not how business or work i mean well, I if, if, if yeah i mean if, if i decide not to shop in somebody's store they shouldn't sue me for not shopping in their store but if it's government contracts there are rules and laws and uh i don't know i think i law suing to make them go with you could be a valid business strategy it could but i imagine this will backfire uh, pretty badly if if amazon thinks that they can start suing if you don't go with them for any reason. Um, as far as I can tell, NASA did nothing wrong in this instance. Um, and so, you know, no one will want, want to work with uh, Blue Origin. So Yeah, yeah, you're right, probably. Anyway, they, Blue Origin, you did take a, a joyride to the stratosphere on this thing recently, right? Um, the other I think so. Uh, well, at, the, at least one, um, the Blue or the... The Virgin Galactic did, I know. Oh, okay. Blue Origin. I, I oh, wait, Blue Origin went higher than Virgin Yeah, Galactic. and then they went higher, and then... Right. Yeah. I think they, so. got, they got mad that they didn't get the astronaut wings, the official ones. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so so he'll regard himself as having proven he's better. Yep. Okay. Anyway, all right. And so uh, Irvin's got the cops lost the data. Yes, they lost 8 terabytes of criminal case data during a migration. It looks like the Dallas Police Department and the City of Dallas Information and Technology Services Department let admins know that uh, they lost, uh, they actually lost 22 terabytes, but were able to recover 14 of those 22, leaving 8 missing in the great void. So cases, of course, are getting hit by this. And prosecutors now have to send out, a, or district attorneys have to send out a message going, yeah, we lost information for this specific case. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. How do you lose 8 terabytes? Of, how do you lose 22 to begin with? What, what the heck were you doing that you lost 22 terabytes? Um, but at least they were able to recover 14, but still, like, what? what? You know, it's, it's called copy to a USB drive. It's called the sneaker net. There's more than one way to copy people. Oh, but I 
this is easy to do. I mean, all you have to do is type the command backward, just like the number one problem in making images with DD. You get it backwards and you wipe out the evidence with the, the clean disk. It's pretty easy to, to lose everything. Absolute physical evidence all the time, too, which is kind of crazy, but it happens. True. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, I, I'm not surprised if I'm losing the data. I'm just, uh, yep. And then one thing I know is the FBI, the way they do cases is they send it to like a central location, they image it, they put it in the cloud and they do all their, their work with FTK in the cloud. So if they were to lose the cloud cop, you'd lose all your investigation. You'd have to do it all over. Really? I thought they'd be using NCASE. No, that's local police use NCASE. The, F, the FBI is standardized on FTK. Huh. But it's all in the cloud. So some clown could totally lose all that stuff doing like a cloud migration. That could totally happen. I'm surprised if it hasn't. Anyway. Um, huh. All right. And so anyway, I was real happy to read about this quasar stuff because I mean, I was a kid. Astronomy was the first thing I learned. And I thought it was awesome. And quasars are one of these really exciting things because a single quasar is like a thousand times brighter than a whole galaxy. So how can one star be that bright? What is going on in that star? And this was a big mystery when I started learning this stuff in the 70s. And this is the best explanation I've ever heard of it. It's, it's a giant black hole sucking in stuff, and it found some stuff to eat, and it's taking a gulp, or a huge amount of stuff, and it doesn't really burn that bright for very long. It gulps up some stuff and burns really bright for like 20 years, and then it calms down for a while until it comes across the next big blob of junk to eat. And then, that makes a lot more sense. That, that imagining it could just keep blasting at that rate forever, which is what we thought in the 70s and 80s, that somehow they're like one billion times brighter than other stars and they can just keep that up forever. That, that seems impossible, and it appears that it is impossible. Anyway, I thought that was very nice to learn. Anyway, so, um, and the last thing is the anti-vax comes from just your random lady in Piedmont. Yeah, so I remember seeing this site early on sent to me by one of my um, totally paranoid anti-vaxxer friends that claims to have uh, been an aggregator that scrapes uh, the uh, CDC's adverse uh, vaccine adverse event reporting yeah. system. Um, yeah, my right wing friend sent me a link to that damn thing too. There's a place where you can just report symptoms that's not verified by anything. And so if you search, there's a bunch of people claiming that bad things happened. And right, and they and it got totally spammed, totally spammed by by anti-vax trolls and all kinds of people. So it's completely unreliable data on every freaking level. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, you may as well get medical advice off the bathroom wall. Or Facebook. Yeah. Which amounts to the same thing. No, I'm, I mean, there's plenty of uh, cross-functional batchettery between this and Facebook because uh, I'm sure they have their own Facebook group even. But uh, turns out... <laughs> Uh, this this the person behind the site is just some random lady in a rich neighborhood in Oakland, mm -hmm. and the the uh, article is pretty pretty entertaining. There's some there's some pretty good one liners in here, but uh, I, I think it's good to um, I think it's good to expose these things because you know people think oh well. 
there's a bunch of, they read this and they think there's a bunch of scientists behind this website who are aggregating this valuable scientific data and telling us the real truth, the things they don't want us to know. The deep state's hiding these uh, horrible side effects from everyone. I mean, you grow a tail, but no one knows. And, and you become magnetic. Yes. Yes, you become magnetic, your, your cell phone signals improve, which uh, sure hasn't happened for me yet. Unfortunately, yeah. I did not get my 5G upgrade. I feel horribly cheated. Um, none of my talent. Well, now we get booster shots. Better. Maybe that will upgrade your. Yeah, maybe so. I really want my booster shot. I'm really glad of that because, uh, you know, I'm kind of old. And the, uh... I think you can get them already. No, I don't think so, but, but supposedly in November. I could get them right now by just lying, though, and I was considering it, but I think I may not I have to. I thought that you could get, go get them at CVS and Walgreens. Only if you lie and tell them that you're, like, immunocompromised. That's why I said, could I tell them that I'm, like, compromised in I trust in the government? Would that count? But they, now they... But now apparently they are going to give them to just everybody eight months after your original shot, which would be November for us. So hopefully they'll get it together by then. Although my opinion of the competence of the Biden administration is not very high in this regard either. Yeah. I remember the uh, original vaccine rollout was just basically throw it on the ground and let people fight over it. <laughs> I suppose this will be the same. No, I have seen I have seen some data saying that it's unnecessary and that they still showed really robust antibody protection, um, like nine months, nine or ten months after um, inoculation. So, well, that would be good. The stuff I saw coming from Israel said that eight months after inoculation, it has fallen to fifty percent effectiveness against the severe illness in the Delta. That's interesting, uh, but it may have, it may be different vaccines too because uh, I have read some data that the uh, uh, Johnson and Johnson one supposedly has has more robust protection against it. But I mean, we just don't know that it's it's been a, just a horrendous travesty of uh, bad data since the start of this whole thing. Um, we just you know, there's so much. Um, and that's part of what people like this woman capitalize on is that there's just so much static out there and there's there's just even the legit data, you know, the legit data isn't necessarily reliable sometimes because um, collection and testing have just been so um, piecemeal since the start. Yeah, yep. we're really lacking data in America. And I think but I think this uh, fake news stuff about medicine is huge. I think the whole diet industry is based on it and the whole supplement industry. And it started with uh, pro-tobacco stuff. And uh, I thought it was funny. They, for decades, the doctors will pay, uh, the tobacco company will pay a doctor to say cigarettes are good for you. And Nissen, who makes Top Ramen, has been paying doctors to say salt is good for you. That was a new one I heard about. Wow. Oh, it's perfectly fine that our product contains like 10 times as much salt as you're supposed to eat. Oh, salt is good for you. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that's it for this one. And we will be back on Friday. If I can find the button, I found the button.